It's time for the forecast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. Welcome to the forecast, a podcast like no other. Just talking? Well, what's the show about? The Forecast, sponsored by Charterhouse Real Estate. Charterhouse is redefining how you view real estate by eliminating the typical commission structure of 6 or 7% to sell your home. List your home for $24.95 plus 3% and still get full service. And still get full service. Check out charterhouseiowa.com to learn more. There's only one thing I value in this world, Stephen, that's loyalty. Without it, you're nothing. You have no one. It's the only currency you can count on. Now, please welcome your hosts, Mark Charter and Chris Williams. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down. I think you may have something here. Yo, what's going on? Welcome to this week's podcast. We're actually at the uh, Carl Chevrolet Studios today. It's good to be able to say that. I don't I don't podcast from here very often because it's in Ankeny, and then I'm I'm usually on the road with my podcast. But hey, Nick Myers here. Hello. Um, this is this is where the magic happens. That is. Is this like the CF headquarters? You love it. It's pretty sweet. It's the CF slash MJ Properties headquarters. I like it. Yeah. Charter. I think is. I'm not positive. I think this might be the first fa he's ever missed. I think uh, there may have I been. I think the one. catchman said there was maybe one other time. I think there I'm might have sure. been one other, like when a child was born or kids, something like that happened. But he's in the Dominican Republic on his en route. I don't know that he's there Did yet. Did Katie go with him? Uh, I believe so. What? Which one? The wife Katie. Yes, the wife Katie went. Yes. Um, and if you notice, we've gone, what, 30 seconds now, and the conversation is not derailed. So that's kind of cool. It's different. It's different, isn't it? Well, we'll derail everything by bringing <laughs> Stansberry in. What's up? How are you? Good. Uh, I actually think I was on the one podcast that Charter was not on. I think I was on it with Adam Gray. That's a solid replacement. That was a long time ago. It was probably 200 episodes ago. That's great. Old school. I actually am glad that you're in in here today. I, I was just um I was listening to nine to noon on K Fan on my way in. I don't want to do too much draft because most people are going to listen to this over the weekend and I don't want to completely date the podcast. I thought it was really funny though that because you're you're like his age, Josh Rosen, I guess, mm-hmm. unfollowed I just saw that the Cardinals on Instagram. Yeah. Well he followed he unfollowed him on Twitter too. That's such like a like a like a bitchy little millennial move. That but that's <laughs> that means something to those know guys though too, right? Like, I, I get it. I'm not. I just thought it was hilarious. You'll yeah. you'll know that I'm. I've got one foot out the door when I unfollow the Cyclone <laughs> Fanatic account. I was I was rolling. The best part though, because it was Paul Allen talking about it, and he's like 60, and he's you know <laughs> he's reading a script. Oh my he's got God. no idea what he's talking about. It was about. so funny. I was I was rolling on my way in here. Where are they going to try and trade him to? I'm surprised they didn't try and trade him last they, night. It's got to be the Patriots. They were seeing Miami this morning. I mean, I feel like he'd be perfect with the Patriots, but that's like the most Patriots thing to do ever. And Is, get him for like 25 yeah. cents on the dollar. Give him for, give him like a sixth-round pick for the guy who was picked 10th last year. Yeah. Don't the Patriots want a guy who's like a sixth-rounder and no one's ever heard of? 
I mean, I don't think so, they, I don't think they really care as long as the price is right. Because they were the only team that took a receiver in the first round, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. What? No, they're uh, didn't the not DK Metcalf, but the other guy didn't he get picked? The other Ole Miss guy wasn't there. There's two of them. Uh, there? The Metcalf hasn't been picked. No, yet. he hasn't been picked yet. Yeah, I actually thought that that was. I wasn't that surprised. I'm not that impressed by him actually as a football player. He's just a guy that looks like a freak on Instagram. Yeah. He's like a freak specimen, but yeah, he runs. He runs into football. Runs one route straight down the field, and then he gets. He played in like half as many games as Hakeem Butler did in his career. Anyways, so you think you think Butler's better? I, I thought it was really obviously. I thought the best the, receiver in the draft. I thought that the whole like breaking news story that Josh Rosen had unfollowed the Cardinals on Instagram was just great. <laughs> just the fact that that's and I, it is news. Mm-hmm. Like, it's legitimate. I'm not even dogging it. I but just I think, thought it was really funny. It's I like think taking now the, uh, oh, no, the, old, the older generation. Like, well, so-and-so's being, you know, just stupid on Facebook. We'll just unfollow him. But, like, the, like no, now you're breaking up with somebody if you unfollow him or unfriend him <laughs> or whatever it is, you know? It's like taking, it's, taking somebody out of your top friends on MySpace. Is MySpace wow. even around? Like, or is that completely just underground now? Is that not? Yeah, I don't think that it's around anymore. Because it used to be, like, MySpace was all, where all the, like, creepers hung out. Like, the there was pedophiles space, or yeah. what? No, like the gothic the people. Weird, the weirdos. Yeah. Well, no, I don't want to call gothic people weirdos. I didn't mean it like that, but well, I, I mean kind of some of the I social think, outcasts. I think we can safely say if you're gothic. They're probably not listening to this anyway. Well, you're kind of a weirdo. Is gothic still, like, a thing? Do, do people still do that? Man, that was a big deal back in the day. Yeah, that was a big deal. I had, deal a, when I was like in I had a relative who was a goth. <laughs> Seriously. It was a weird... I should imagine them being at the Williams family Christmas and your dad sitting there like... Wasn't a Clorinda so, relative. Oh, okay. It was one of the city folks. Oh. <laughs> You've never met this relative. I don't want to insinuate anymore, <laughs> but it was a weird weird span. Like, uh, I eyeliner imagine, and stuff. I just can't imagine... Uh, yeah. Papa Williams, like, sitting there with this. Oh, uh, he, my dad would, I remember the first time, so, like, I started to, you know, I, I was I was raised in a country music house. Like, I remember going to see George Jones and Branson with my grandparents. That's and like awesome. I, I mean, we did all, like, we we went to the Opry. We, we were, it was a really big deal in our, yeah. in, in, in how I grew up. And I remember I, I started to rebel a little bit, and I was listening to some hip-hop Back in, like, middle school. We all go through that stage. Anyways, um, when my dad walked down into my room and saw, like, DMX posters, I had the DMX uh, Hell is Hot album. <laughs> like the album cover is, hey, like, a poster? I, a poster. All right. All right. And well, it was, like, the first thing you saw when you walked into my room. And I had, like, source magazines that I had cut up and, like, put them all. It was, like, a... <laughs> yeah hip-hop collage and I, I honestly thought dad was going to kick me out of the house <laughs> did he just come in and rip them all down <laughs> he did something really funny actually after he had come to like he had come to like not appreciate it but he was okay with it he um do you remember the old country singer um billy gilman he sang like one song. He was this Mm-mm. douchey little kid. He was like douche country before douche wow. country was douche country okay like the godfather like total douche yeah and, and I hated him, and I was see. I've had this passionate hatred for douche country for 
many from the decades. Beginnings. Many from decades. the beginning. I was hating douche country before it was even a thing. Okay. And my dad cut out like some, my dad bought a magazine that like Billy Gilman was featured in and, and hung it up over DMX's face. Knowing that you hated him? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. And he, he was pushing me back to the country music world, even though it was douche country. Anyways. Got to start somewhere. It's kind of in, in between there. <laughs> Only five more days <laughs> till X. Is that We're, five days, huh? Yeah. It's a hasn't, can, hasn't canceled yet? How he, he's not going to cancel. DMX, is it Wooly's next? Is it Wednesday? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. a Wednesday night. May, May 1st. May day? Yeah. Um, I remember, I think you said on your show, what do you think X would want in a May basket? <laughs> I'm sure I probably did. That's coming up. And it, like the the closer I get to it, I'm actually kind of nervous about it. Why? Well, I don't want this to be another Garth Brooks deal for me. Because, I mean, X is old. I think you just have to keep – you keep your expectations low just for the fact that, like, we read the story of X doing the concert in the steakhouse. <laughs> <laughs> and he – like, I'm not completely convinced that he even knows he actually has a concert. He's just going to show up <laughs> with – They're going to hand him a microphone. Yeah. And just whatever and, happens, happens. And then, yeah, who knows what, what will happen from there. I just want to get him to pray. <laughs> Seriously, I just, I need to get DMX to pray. I want him to bless you. Like, put his hand on your head oh my and God. bless you. Be the greatest moment ever. I mean, somebody's got to, come, you know, come across some, uh, some backstage passes or something, right? There's a little not- a meet and greet, something. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play a little bit of a DMX prayer <laughs> for everybody here on the podcast. You just today. got it on cue there? No, I just, I just pulled it up on YouTube. It's actually quite... Um, Imagine a, sh- I, a Sunday night DMX show in Lawrence, Kansas. Did you see when X read the did the prayer at Kanye's yes service? Yeah, like he legitimately was like acting like a pastor. All right, hold on one second here. This is going to be great. This is the same prayer I had sent you on Sunday on Easter Sunday, Jared. Oh yeah, did you uh, did you like the song I sent you? Which one was that? The. Uh, Jesus, give me a sign. <laughs> I was like, it's the original Easter hymn. <laughs> Do you like DMX? You guys have, uh, yeah. Well, I, I don't know about like, but I don't mind yeah, DMX. I don't know how you couldn't. I would, go, I would go to this show. This is from uh, from the Times Sun in California, or not in California, in Chicago. Uh, it was a review of an X concert. <laughs> the headline is DMX fuses secular spiritual. At Upstate Concert Concert Hall, so I'm I'm gonna guess that he will pray. Okay, here we go. So. Give me food, let me sleep. I come to you weak. You give me strength, and that's deep. You call me a sheep, and lead me to green pastures. Only asking that I keep the focus in between the chapters. That's good. You give me the word. And only acts that I interpret and give me the eyes that I may recognize a serpent. Mm. You know I ain't perfect, but you'd like me to try. Unlike the devil who just wants me to lie until yep. I die. Lord, why is it that I go through so much pain? Mm. All I saw was black. All I felt was rain. Mm-hmm. I come to you because it's 
you who knows show me that everything was black because my eyes were closed so how many people there at this dmx concert at woolies on a wednesday night how many of these people are gonna like be like really praying with him and how many people will be like ironically praying with him will we be really praying with him well i mean (laughs) that's a great question i feel like if the man i feel like we almost have to yeah like you know you bow your head you show your respect it's a he did a 59 minute set in chicago so that's it 59 i mean his entire it's like his entire discography real quick your catalog right there yeah like what time does he go on stage Wednesday? That said, ten thirty is when he went on stage uh, at that concert. So it's all right. Be home by midnight. Yeah, I, I got a feeling that I ain't scheduling nothing for Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> we got to do an early forecast Thursday. <laughs> uh, I think everyone that's going to go to the show is prepared for all that. At least, like if if you guys are like, hey, we got an extra ticket Wednesday, I'm like, all right, I'll go, and I'd be like, what the heck was that all about? But. Uh, a couple things there. Uh, would you? Do you think more people would want to go to church if they knew their prayers were going to rhyme? Just in general. Well, or if DMX was giving the sermon. And, and was that just, was that just one of his I songs, just without a beat behind it? Was he just like just reading lyrics to one to his song? That was from wasn't... an album. Do you want more of a um, raw DMX prayer? Does it have any of those curse words in it? Potentially. Does, does he still curse? Just, I mean, the there's one really funny one to Google, and it's these guys who are at their bachelor party. It's this is epic. X had just gotten out of prison just a couple months ago, and they just like bumped into X in like the hallway. He was super drunk too of this hotel. Like X is like blacked out. Yeah, yeah. And he starts like you know basically acting like he's Jesus, and he's like healing them. Bachelor party, you're you're getting married. Let me let me bless your your marriage and everything. Oh, it's that... so great. It's so it's like it's it's like he wants to be Tebow, but it's not real. You know, Tebow really yeah. can heal people. <laughs> can he? Has he? Yeah. Didn't you hear about that guy at spring training was having a stroke and Tebow went over and healed him? Seriously, now I'm making it up. Uh, no, I guys did, having I did a not, stroke. I did not hear that. Spring training for the Mets. Tebow goes over there and prays with the guy. Boom, stroke's done. It's Swear done. to God, it happened. Jared, look that up real quick. I Yeah, I've, I've seen it before. No, but look at it, because I want to make sure that I'm not completely... Tebow healed the New, guy. New York Mets outfielder Tim Tebow strokes nine homers in BP. That's, that's no. the top one there. Tim Tebow helps heal sick fan. Uh, that's, that's a little too far. No, the, it was on the third baseline. Guy not... starts having a stroke. Everybody rallies around it. Was it a stroke or a seizure? What was it? Thought he was having a stroke. And I, I think a stroke's a little more these people, severe and out of Tim Tebow's hands. It was a seizure. Was oh, a okay. Seizure. So, so the guy's having a little a, different. Guy's having a seizure. Everybody's like, "Oh no, I hope he's okay." Most of the other players run back to the dugout because they don't want anything to do with it. Tebow sees it upon himself to heal the man because he has those powers. Boom, seizure's done, man's fine. Man, I'm sure it had the, everything to do with Tim Tebow yeah. and not just the coincidence that the seizure happened to end at that you time. A, you don't you know made that. it sound like the guy was in the casket, right? They're loading him down, and Tim Tebow's like, oh, hey, hang on here. Nope, let's go. Let's go, buddy. And he's like, oh, hey, look, I'm good now. what I miss, guys? I'm just saying a little the man was having a seizure. Tebow touched him, 
and he quit. What could what that's could DMX heal someone from? See, that's the thing. Like, I feel like the X deal is like. I mean, I don't want to be. I hate being judgmental, Christian guy, but I do feel like X will probably end up in hell. <laughs> he's got a. He's got. I a, hope he a doesn't lot of hear this before Wednesday. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you're going to get banned from the concert. I hope that. I probably would. Yeah. Like, I, I love DMX. You know, I'm his biggest fan. But the problem is, like, the actions don't really, like, go with the words. Right. We're with Tebow. It's like, this guy. You mean Jesus didn't commit tax evasion? or <laughs> The dog fighting. Yeah. There's a lot that X has been guilty of over the years. Excessive amounts of cocaine. Hey, you, somebody's got to do what they get. So with Tebow, though, like, Tebow's living that life. Yeah. Definitely. At he least, just, there's a different presence about him when he talks. He's never had sex. He's, well, still? He's a verge. When's he getting Do married? you have proof? <laughs> he said so. Well, that's all what if really he just matters. makes the girls that he's had sex with sign like a non-disclosure agreement? It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be unprecedented. <laughs> he's got a point. Chris, have you ever been to a rap show, a hip-hop show before? Yeah, well, Ja Rule. Ja Rule. That's no, the I mean, only I mean, like concert a real you've been to, Ja Rule? Show. I'm thinking of these. Hold on. Shaggy. <laughs> how many songs does so, Shaggy have besides so it wasn't me? You are aware of how a contact high works then? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I, I've I'm trying been, to think of what I, I went. Uh, I saw Nappy Roots at Visha. Oh, my God. Circa, what, 04 I was there, too. I was at that one. That was a mess. Maybe I, I might have been a mess that time, too. Was that the know. same year that Mike Jones showed up? On Central Campus and played like one song. He showed up like two hours late. I played one song. That he was after Saliva. Yeah, I don't know. Like Jesus. I said, I don't. Visha I don't know was a whole heck of awesome. Yeah. Think about that. I was supposed to see Ludacris at, at Visha, and that's the year it got canceled. <laughs> That'd have been fun. Yeah, think, think I think about Ludacris that. would be good. To think see. about how awesome Visha was. Yeah. I went to a Chris Cagle concert right outside of Friley Hall, like right across from like Alumni. Freaking the yeah. stage is in the road. We're all just hammered watching a country concert right outside of our dorm. Even How towards awesome the, was that? They had a concert at Iowa State last night. Who? Uh, someone you guys would have never heard of. Like at Hilton? No, it, uh, it was out by the out by Towers. They've got that. They got a place that they do concerts out there. I Did think. you just like music snob us here? Yeah. Oh, you guys. Well, you guys being, have never. Heard I'm of being them. honest. I, like I think I've only ever heard one song. Well, who was it? I, I don't even know how to say their name. <laughs> was it like B A Z Z like a rapper? No, it's like R and B. I think. Oh. Yeah, I think so. I've been to like four or five Ja Rule concerts. Uh, how? How? How is that possible? Come four to, or five Ja Rule. Come concerts. to Omaha a couple times. I think I went up to Sioux City to see him once. Wow. I think I went to Kansas City to see him once. I you you might be the world I, I, I leader in Ja Rule concerts. That's you an, have almost been to as many Ja Rule concerts as Ja Rule. That's, yeah. you got to be like president of the fan club. Four to five Ja Rule shows. I love that raspy voice, man. Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Was that just a Baby sound clip on your computer? Don't me, yeah. <laughs> 
So, no, I mean, I, I don't think that other than that, um, I, there was Shaggy. I was at that Nappy Roots concert, but I didn't really count that because it was such an odd. It was a mess, if yeah. I remember right. <laughs> um, Why? Why was it so weird? It was just was, very unorganized. It just, yeah, <laughs> it was a, kind of a cluster. Okay, it wasn't that cool. over by, like, Hamilton Hall. Like, it was in the yeah. parking lot, like, across yeah. from, like, the, like, Hamilton Hall. I remember and, there like, being, yeah, the parking lot with tr- trees around, maybe. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, we're That's talking where they did it when I was in 15 school. years yeah. ago anyway, let alone, you know, some substances. God. So, I remember that. You know what I remember about that Visha, the Chris Cagle one? I think it was the same one. Was we just got a wild hair up our ass. Carper and I were, um, <laughs> so our, our friends, like, Bond and all those guys, like, Becker, and they all had a house. Hillary, it was, they had a house like on campus and that's where we just that had to be a mess. That was just headquarters for Visha and Carper and I got a wild hair up our, up our ass that we were going to do keystones. Like we're, that's all we were drinking the whole, like we were going <laughs> to shift off the bush light and just do stones for the whole week. Bet you can't just do keystones all week. Oh yeah, let's do it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's kind of, <laughs> now we're both idiots. That's kind of how it went. <laughs> But I, I just remember about that Visha, how many freaking keystones I drank. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, and I remember my buddy, Mike Dreyer, um, basically getting escorted out of the Chris Cagle concert because he was peeing in the trees right outside of Friley. Lucky he just got escorted <laughs> out, right? <laughs> I use, I think I know this. I've I've also used those trees before. <laughs> I'm like, man, if I get caught, I'm you know it's, it's like, oh, you're gonna have to register as a sex offender and all this. And you know, you is there your... anything better though than peeing outside? No. Oh my gosh, it's just it's an amazing like just feeling. You just feel free. You feel yes. like you're one with nature. Yeah. 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 Chris saw the uh, Iowa Wild loss last night. Been watching any hockey lately? Uh, hold on one second. Guess I'll just Sorry. head out now. No, we're good. Um, I was lining up a sitter. So I was so pissed the other night. I wanted to talk to you because I feel like our loves of hockey and NASCAR coincide. Talladega this weekend? Yes. Yeah. But the, So, like, here's the problem. Nobody else cares. <laughs> they really don't. You know? There's a couple. There's a couple people out there that do. It bo- Like, it doesn't bother me. I understand it. It doesn't deteriorate my love for auto racing <laughs> at all. I don't really give a crap what other people think. But it does get difficult, and I, I see this, like, with all the hockey guys. Like, this time of year, they want us to care so bad. Yeah. But most people don't. And it – it because I'm like that with NASCAR. I'm like, oh, my God, did you guys watch that race? And everybody's like, yeah. I'm always afraid, like, did you guys watch the race? And they well, I looked the last 10 minutes, and I'm like, oh, then see, I'm the loser that watched the whole thing and DVR'd that, it. And- that happened to me with the Sharks. Vegas game the other night. Yeah, but you watched the wrong. I watched part of the that first. I, I watched until it got three zero, and I turned it off. And I was just watching it so that guys like you, I could be like, "Hey, I watched a hockey game." And and if you would watch that thing, you probably would have seen one of the most exciting games in the past. I don't know, year, several years, ten years, whatever. One of the most exciting games of, that I've like watched. Even though there was obviously some controversy to it, uh, so much still terrible that, call. Uh, apparently, have the, you heard uh, anybody say that was a good call? No, and I'm not going to get into that because I have so much respect for what those guys do and have to do and have to put up with and everything. Yeah, because you officially. I'm not going to sit here and say the right or wrong call was made. 
everybody sees things a little bit differently and you don't know what the conversation was in that huddle with the four guys there. Uh, it, it was, it was a tough call to make. I'll, I'll say that, you know, and then obviously you look at the outcome, you're like, well, that whole, that whole thing, you know, kind of screwed them. But yeah, again, you had plenty of other chances. You're up in that series three to one, you know, that, that one call didn't lose you the whole series. It might've lost you that game potentially, but that's still a hard way to look at it. So I always look uh, at like refs. I'm not anti-ref. I promise. You can be. Everyone else is. I'm not. Like, I, I actually did competitive umpiring for a while when I was in college. So, I've been on that <laughs> side. Like, it's not an easy job. Um, I was like – so, if I were to say this to you, because like, I kept hearing all these hockey guys be like, well, you know, they still gave up all the power plays. and they. Mm-hmm. But, like, my whole point is, well, they wouldn't have been in that situation had they not effed up the call. Right. Yeah, he'd be like, well, you don't give up four goals. You know no, what I mean? It's like, really hard. The reason they gave that, that up is because they were given an opportunity to. Yep. They were down a guy. That crowd was insanely yeah. loud. They just they got rolling, and then, you know, Vegas couldn't, couldn't stop it there. Um, the thing that kind of stinks from, from my, I guess, refereeing standpoint is that uh, one of the refs there, that, I think refs kind of, they stay with the same crew, I think, through the playoffs. They did that crew or those refs didn't get selected to do the second round. And one of the guys has been refing for like 20 some years. He's already announced that next year will be his last year. And they don't put retiring officials into the playoffs. So that was his last playoff game. Like he kind of, and I, you know, you, you can say, well, that call cost him, you know, because you, you go to the next round by, <clears throat> by doing well. Just yeah. like I think, you know, probably with NCAA, you know, basketball and all that kind of stuff. So for that one call to be kind of like, the last playoff game he did would be would be really tough. Yeah, I think you know. So huh. that kind of stinks. Even though you know they're saying the NHL uh, issued an apology to Las Vegas, but they also came out and said that the right call was made. So which is a lot. It's not a good. Yeah, it's not a good PR thing right now for the NHL. Yeah, but people are talking about it. No such thing as bad publicity, right? Not for a sport like that. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, you know, we don't charter here just dumping all over it. He didn't like hockey. I've literally. Have you not noticed that? I've I've talked to Mark for how many years? I don't think I've ever talked about hockey. With no, him. he quickly changes that subject, and I get it. Like, you know, he doesn't understand it, and a lot of people don't. But you know, there's a difference between like not understanding it and then just taking a crap on everything that you know somebody else He's likes. Taking like, a big greasy dump all over it. Yeah, which I mean, I was really surprised he watched that F1 series on Netflix. That was great. I was I wasn't even gonna like suggest it to him. You know, we talk about oh, like hey, we watched this last night. You should check it out. I wasn't even gonna offer that to him because I figured he did. Just, you watch it yet? Take Jared? a dump all over it. Uh, what are you talking about? The Formula One series on I Netflix. Have, no, I haven't. Drive to it. Survive. Or? It's really good. Nope, haven't watched it. You're gonna just dump all over it too? But why would I? I, don't, race, I haven't watched it. I don't know. Racing sucks. I watched. Uh, I watched our planet. I think that's what it's called. The the like new Planet Earth show. Yeah. How's that? It was, it was awesome. As you would expect, I, I mean, it's, plain, it's about planet Earth. I still want to know awesome. how in the heck it's they not get as cool those as cameras America. everywhere. Did right. you, what? What did you just say? It said it's not as good as America. America is better than Earth? Yes. Oh, yes. Definitely. Fair. Because okay. we don't have all the other shenanigans to deal with. Yeah, we got no shenanigans to deal with, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> love uh, it, it, love it, it or leave it, brother. And, and you know somebody's America. out there like, oh, my God, I can't believe William said that. <laughs> He's isolating all these human beings. Somebody out how, there is thinking that. How dare you? Come on, Rob, lighten up. <laughs> no, I'm saying a guy like Rob would be the one saying That's, it. that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> I got to keep you guys on, on your toes. Half the people think that I'm like this big trumper, and half the people think that I'm basically Elizabeth Warren. 
So you just, what you're saying is you land somewhere in the middle. Eh, I don't know what I am. I don't even care. That's where I'm at. I, I've gotten so far past like having any energy to argue about that stuff with because what does any, arguing solve anyway? Because facts don't matter anymore. It doesn't matter. Like it's all about what you have in your mind. It doesn't matter. Like ninety percent of people that you talk to, like on online, they don't care about no. facts. They're just they have like in their mind what's right, and they're not going to change. Aren't we a weird species in that way? Like, well, that's why I want to tell you. Are... I'm going to tell you what's real, and then you're going to tell me, and we're going to walk away with the same opinions as we did before. The aliens are going to are going to fix that. Is that what you're going to say? Have you seen the new news on the aliens? No. <laughs> Stansbury's the one who broke this news to me yesterday. Yeah, the government's going to take it more seriously now. That's right. The Navy's yeah. getting involved. Yeah. 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 I think it's really funny too, you know, because guys like guys like me have been shunned for how long for keeping Ever. it real, Forever. and now it's like, oh, the Navy's like, oh, we're going to pay attention to this. Are they paying attention to aliens or UFOs? Well, aren't they the same? No. Oh no. Oh, so you're a denier. I'm not a denier. It sounds I'm like saying, you're a denier. Are we using drones to uh, send you know some some bombs places where we don't you know right? So the UFOs, yeah, but we have the UFOs are being sent by aliens maybe, but uh, we're not going to get oh, any okay. alien technology from the UFOs. They're not going to they're not going to show us their hand. That's fair. Yeah, it could be alien controlled drones. Do you think when the aliens like come through outer space, it looks like it does like in what is it, Star Wars where like all the stars kind of like streak together? And Never everything? seen Star Wars. But you've seen that, like, you know what I'm talking about, right? Like, with the, when you go into the, the time warp or whatever it is. Hyperspeed. Hyperspeed. You know, all the stars just kind of, like, blur because you're just going so freaking fast. I don't know. I've never thought about it like that, Nick. I mean, they got to experience all that. And obviously, they've, they've got the technology to figure out how to manage that and maneuver it. Or are they just teleporting? Would you, their, would their you technology te- is very would advanced. You, would you tele- teleport yourself if you could? Like, if that technology existed, like, would you do that? What does that exactly mean? I uh, would, like, like just, uh, oh, hey, Talladega's this weekend. Uh, I don't want to freaking drive down to Alabama, but I can be there in, like, 10 seconds by absolutely. just, you know, disintegrating my body and then reassembling it somewhere else. Absolutely. What if, like, a part got put in the wrong spot on, like, the uh, It's a risk I'm willing to take. It is. Okay. That's, that was so the question. So, I went down a, a racing rabbit hole last night. Tell me about it, man. So, I'm reading this book. I'm almost done with it. It's called He Crashed Me, So I Crashed Him. Yes. Have you read it? I haven't read it. It's phenomenal. Well, the one of the stories was from North Wilkesboro Speedway. And I decided to just look up, like, what's going on at North Wilkesboro Speedway now. And it's completely abandoned. Yeah. And it they call it, like, a ghost track. And I think Rockingham's the same way, right? It is, but at least Rockingham like has some people like tending to it okay. and stuff. I North, saw a picture of one the other day. Yeah, there's a, there's like weeds that's growing up like through like the concrete. That's and everything, North Wilkesboro. Right? Yeah, okay. And like the grandstands are like collapsing on each other and all this stuff. And Nick, I went down. I I, I went down a Reddit rabbit hole oh, about it's always dangerous North Wilkesboro and about this old man who lives close to it. If you go up and say like a certain thing to you, he'll let you get in the track and like walk around and stuff like that. Really, is it yeah. code word? Basically. Did you find out what the code word was? You don't have to say it. So, like, I really want to take a flight to Charlotte and rent a car. I want to drive to Canapolis where Earnhardt was born and have a beer where he was from. I want to drive down to Dawsonville, Georgia, 
see where Bill Elliott was born. Oh, yeah. I, I want to drive up to North Wilkesboro and walk around the ghost track. Dude, when are we doing this trip? What Do you want to do it? When are we doing it? Let's find a way. All right. I have to do it before the baby's here, before the fetus is out. Holy crap. That's really quick. This summer. All right. We've got it before the fetus is when, among us and no are, longer a fetus. When are, when are we due again? Uh, August. Oh, jeez. Maybe we could do uh, it um, and go to a race. I mean, that sounds awesome. Let's 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 take this offline. <laughs> okay. We don't want people to know. Do you want to go see the ghost track? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> I really do. He's really excited about you it. You can go to Mooresville, where all the shops are. You can hit like everything up there. I mean, like it's, literally the entire it, sport all is all within like an hour of one another. Yeah. Like all the history. Is Dawsonville like that close to like the Charlotte area? It's on the corner everything? of Georgia. Is it? I believe. I've never actually looked up where it is. Hold on. Let me pull up the maps here. Jared, your avalanche going to get it done tonight? Why don't you go ahead and give your Ryan Grove plug and plug Charterhouse while I'm doing this? Um, all right. So let's talk about Charterhouse first uh, because we've uh, I've heard a couple stories this week. Um, people thinking they have to list with other agents to get on the MLS. Um, one even happened to be a forecast listener. What, what so is maybe the MLS? The MLS is where all the houses go and all the agents look at it and kind of do business. It's where every house that's listed that's on Zillow is on the MLS first. So you want first crack at a house, you want MLS access. All right, um, uh, real quick. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. <clears throat> we're going to fly into Atlanta, go to a Braves game, rent a car, drive up to Dawsonville, Georgia which is about 30 minutes from Atlanta. And then we're going to drive four hours to Charlotte. And then we'll go from there to Annapolis. And then we're going to drive to Rockingham, check out the abandoned track. Then from Rockingham, we're going to drive to Mooresville, see all the shops. And then we're going to cap off the week with a trip to North Wilkesboro to see the ghost track. Boom. That's a full week. Wait, so there's two tracks? There's the ghost track and the abandoned track? Well, yeah, there's, there, are two, there are two tracks. Okay. Correct. Okay, so we don't have so, to list on this thing. What's that? We, you don't have to list on this deal. You do. Well, you want to. I mean, well, okay. you, if, you're not, if you're not, you're selling your house FISBO, and that's, that's an option for you. Um, it's tough. Over, over 80% of buyers are represented by a buyer's agent. If you're selling your house by yourself and you're not willing to pay that buyer's agent, you're going to miss out on a lot of buyers. Because I can't, I can't work for free. I can't take a buyer to a house if I'm not going to get paid for it. I just can't do it. You know, I'm, I have my own liability out there. I got my own time, effort, mm-hmm. helping you negotiate, all that kind of stuff. Um, but it seems like maybe the message is still not, not getting out that what we do is, we like to think it's better than every other agent, but every other agent thinks that what they do is better than everybody else too. But we do the same amount of service to our clients as any other brokerage out there. You're on the MLS. You've got professional photos, you got all the social media, all the websites, all that stuff um, for typically a lot less cost. You know, on a $200,000 house, I'm going to save you about $3,500. bucks. Mm. again you're getting the full service. You can, there are other companies out there where you can pay like, oh, I don't know, 500 bucks or something like that, and they'll kind of quote-unquote throw your house on the MLS to give you that access, but it makes it really difficult when you don't have an agent there to kind of hope, you know, have your back and everything. But we just want to remind people that what we do is take care of people. Uh, at twenty five hundred bucks, taking care of people. Yeah, people helping people. At twenty five hundred bucks plus three percent, that I can still put food on my table, roof over my kids' head, 
live a life that I like to live. I'm not, you know, making a crap ton of money, but I love helping people. I love talking to people, getting to know them, all that kind of stuff. And that's what we're here to do is help. So um, don't forget that when you're thinking about selling in the Des Moines area. If you're uh, thinking about going up to Ames, moving around in Ames. Ryan Grove. There, yeah, contact Ryan Grove. Uh, I'm, I think we're going to have a, some sort of Vegas meetup here soon because he's in on the Vegas trip. Uh, I have not had the pleasure of meeting him, but Talladega's, I heard he's an awesome guy. Talladega's not that far from here either. Buddy, you have you have one and a half kids right now. I mean, I don't know if I don't remember it being that big of a difference between the one kid and the two kids. Now the three kids for me, but that's a long freaking week for me. Maybe I'm so, just gonna do it by myself. Maybe maybe I'll just catch you like for a leg. I'll just swing down and we'll say hi. And then uh, I really want to do the the key for me. I want to do the ghost track, and I want to go and have a beer at Earnhardt's, the old pub that. Dale Earnhardt and the boys used to sit around. That'd be awesome. And I wanted to get really, like, really have a good time at that. Would place. you wear some jean shorts to something like that? No, I'd wear jeans in my boots. Shout out to Ryan mm-hmm. Grove. Contact Ryan Grove if you're going to be uh, looking to buy or sell up in Ames. Good dude. Can't good, app- good, it, good friend of the show. I'd like to get my picture <clears throat> taken at the Earnhardt statue. Chris, have you ever done, or would you ever do like the uh, the Richard Petty driving school, Rusty Wall, all, any of that oh, stuff? Yeah, like, would you, that. have you done anything like that? I have. You drove, you drove uh, some form of a sprint car uh, a couple years ago, right? Indy car. Tony, was it an Indy car? I was in the like ride along Indy car. Okay. What did, didn't you do something at uh, oh, down yeah. in Knoxville a couple yeah, years ago? Tony Stewart wrecked me. He actually wrecked you. He literally wrecked me. I, it's so up you, on. I have it up on YouTube. You the deserved it. Son of a it. bitch spun me. You out. deserved it. I, I did block him. Yeah. I had the worst car out there, and it wasn't even close, and I knew I had to get creative. Tony Stewart was lined up right behind me, and I blocked him, and he spun my ass out. And he had the best car. What, it wasn't were even these fair. oversized go-karts? I can't remember yeah. the situation. What was it? Okay. And it was on a dirt track. Okay. There's that dirt track out, out by Knoxville. Yeah. I got to get down there soon. I've heard it's a good time down there. It's a hell of a time. It sounds... Uh... <clears throat> Sounds like it's right up my alley. Maybe we can get Jared to go. Jared's looking really excited no, right now about Jared wouldn't even be able to talking. fit in the go karts. Oh, Jared. I thought we were talking about Knoxville. I was I've been to Knoxville. Well, not just the town. Well no, I've been in I've gone to the nationals races? two years yeah, in a row. Yeah, Jared yeah. goes oh, with me to the nationals right. every year. Jared likes a Well, I guess you're a better man than I nice portion of Americana. He appreciates it. Yeah. All right. It's, it's the Holy Grail What else there. is going on this weekend, everybody? Anything uh, else? Anything exciting? I, I think uh, David Montgomery and Akeem Butler got a, got some plans this weekend. Uh, Hopefully. They don't get drafted. I'm done. It's not even a possibility. God, you can just take Highway 75. Talk about that freaking rabbit hole, man. Jared, what do you think? All the way to Florida. I think they'll get drafted tonight. Both of them. Both of them? I do, too. Yeah. It seemed like Butler more just, uh, the, for sure like second, third, but Montgomery was kind of anywhere from second to fifth. I'm sorry, I don't think I, think. I don't think Butler's going to be that great of a pro. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. I really don't. Why? I just I don't know. Like I haven't seen enough attention to detail. I feel like he's going to get there and like he's not going to be like so much more freakishly athletic than everybody else. He reminds yeah. me of Laquan Treadwell. To be honest, I, I always hate that. Like his, one of his biggest highlights was against the Kansas Jayhawks. Like, okay, like you 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 I, threw a guy playing flag football. Don't get me wrong. You know, I, he made some incredible plays. Yeah. I think that he can make those plays. But in the NFL, like they're gonna 
eat you for lunch if you're not like really sharp around like the fundamentals and all that stuff. And I just that's why I thought he would have been better to come back. My basic analysis of him was always that if it was right at him, he had a trouble catching it. But if it was like an impossible catch, he could go get. Where now you go to an NFL quarterback, he's going to hit you right on the money almost every single time. So he's going to have to work on just catching catching that ball that's right in your hands, right in your chest, you know. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a pretty easy thing to work on too. So those those uh, coaches, I think they know what they're doing up there. So good luck, good luck to those guys. Yeah, we'll see. He's just got to get to a point, I think, where he's where he's a place where they'll be a little patient with him because yeah. he doesn't run like curls. He doesn't run, you know, he just runs down the field and you throw it up and do a jump ball. That's a lot different in the NFL. It worked out for Calvin Johnson. Yeah, but he's not Calvin Johnson, though. Not yet. Yeah, but Megatron Calvin was Megatron. Johnson wasn't Calvin Johnson. Like, right, right. He was probably out it. You're, I mean, highly you're, touted. You're uh, comparing him to one of the all-time greats, you know? I forgot you're a big Lions fan. Huge Lions fan. All right. Um, so what we got Talladega this weekend? Iowa Wild. They're down or they're up uh, two what, to one in the series now, right? Are they like? Do they play? Yes. They, when they, when they, are they, they play? When they're they're tonight, right? Oh, uh, I I don't know exactly when they're playing because they yeah, played last night. I typically, they, you're gonna typically you're gonna get a day's rest, but sometimes the AHL schedules get a little screwy because it's more about just when you can get. Uh, the venues, the ice, and all that kind of stuff, you know. You try yeah. to block off some dates for playoffs, but. Yeah, I thought they were playing tonight for some reason. But what do I know? Um, it's pretty cool that you got some uh, game watches around town for that. I heard you guys talking about that last night on the radio. There were like radio. three of them. Yeah, that's a really cool thing. It's cool to see them, the town kind of embrace that stuff. And the Bucks were doing well this year. They made the playoffs, made it to the second round. Uh, probably They lost to probably the best team in the league. So, you know. That that happens. It's like losing to you know Oklahoma a lot of times in football. Mm-hmm. Cool. That. All right, guys. Well, have a great weekend. I'm gonna be at home, just hanging out with the baby. She's not just, a baby anymore. No, she's not. Ashley's got to work, so we're just we're we're going straight draft Your all dog. week. Okay. Draft in Talladega. It's, it's a good weekend for that kind of stuff because the weather looks like it's gonna be pretty crappy. We got a nice little uh, baseball tournament Saturday and Sunday, so that's going to be a whole lot of freaking fun. Nice. It's going to be cold, man. Yeah, cold, windy. Got to get my kid to hit some dingers, you know. Got to get that wind at our backs. Yep. But All right. Uh, other yep. than that. Stans is just going to be prepping for DMX. Go to three, go Are you on Napster right now downloading all of his music? Uh, yeah. That was. I'm pretty sure the first DMX song I ever owned was because I illegally downloaded it from Napster. Well, you didn't own it then. You stole it. Yeah, I did. I mean, looking back on things, I made a lot of mistakes in my youth. I make a lot of mistakes in my adulthood, too, so. All right, are we done? Dude, <laughs> in in Dawsonville, Georgia, oh my gosh, there's a moonshine distillery. The Dawsonville Moonshine Distillery, and it's right next to the Georgia Racing Hall of Fame. I mean, you might as well hit both up at the same time, right? Oh, yeah. All right, we're doing that. Duh. All right, so this is now a two-week trip. Thanks for listening. Uh, to this. Maybe can we get like a, a bus or a plane like coordinated? Like no, get a we, bunch of the get a bunch of the fanatics involved with it. We're too? gonna rent a jeep and we're gonna drive around Georgia. Oh, with the, like the top off, like yes. our hair blowing in the wind and everything. That I'm, sounds... I'm doing this by myself. You're no longer invited. Thanks for listening, what everybody. How do I do to get uninvited?